You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. God's witness in me. All throughout Scripture, you can see God interceding with His people to be His witness. God is looking for a witness. I today am so grateful to be a witness of Jesus, that He is alive because He lives in me by His Holy Spirit. And God longs for you to be His witness. Believe God that it is His will for you to be His witness. Believe God that He Himself works in you by His Spirit to make you His witness. And I want to talk to you about this, about being a witness of God. Again, this thought comes to me, if you read Exodus and all these beautiful books of Moses, you read again and again the Lord saying, oh, Isaiah, all throughout the book of Isaiah, the Lord says again and again, you are my witnesses, you are my witnesses, you are my witnesses. In the book of Ezekiel, I think in Jeremiah, the Lord says no to Israel. You will never be like the other nations because you are my witnesses. And I find this so wonderful of the loving Heavenly Father that He's so passionate about us being His witness. Now listen to this, 1 John chapter 5, starting at verse 9. If we receive the witness of man, if we believe what people say about others, the witness of God is greater, certainly, which He has testified of His Son. He who believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself. He who does not believe, he who does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed the testimony that God has given of his Son. Now this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life and this life is in his Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have, the, does not have life. These things I've written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. I tell you the truth. I love how the Spirit of Christ was able to bring forth the heart and the mind of God through His servant John the Beloved. The language of the Holy Spirit in John had such a sweet fragrance of God's intimacy with His Son. How He revealed all of Himself in His Son and gives all of Himself into you and me through His Son. For he who has the Son, he says in 1 John 2.23, has the Father also, but he who does not have the Son does not have the Father also. 
Oh, Jesus said in Matthew 11, he says, no one knows the Father except the Son and to whom the Son wills to reveal him. And he also says, no one knows the, the, the Son except the Father. Oh, dear friends, it is so beautiful when you begin to see what God gives us as his witness, that we have this witness within us this witness is likened by Jesus in John 4 to a fountain that springs up into eternal life. In John chapter 7, it is likened to a river that flows from our innermost being. This witness, friends, is heavenly. I love the story, and maybe you've heard me share it before. When I, for the first time, met my dear friend, Pastor David Whaley, who has an amazing church with his wife, Shara, in Napa, Idaho, which is a suburb town of, of Boise, Idaho. Beautiful place there. And he has an amazing church there. I love that church and all those beautiful people there. It's a large church. And I met him for the first time. And we're sitting having a cup of coffee at a restaurant called Mary Calendars. I don't know if this is 20 years ago, but it's a long time ago. And a young lady came to refill my cup. And so I was talking to Pastor Whaley and I looked up at her to say thank you for doing that. And as I looked up at her, the witness of, of the spirit of life in Christ came up in me and I saw the spirit of God in her. And I said to her, wow, you're a Christian, aren't you? And she looked at me and she said, you can see that? I said, oh yes, I see the spirit of the Heavenly Father in you. And tears jumped out of her face as she felt the witness of God. The witness of God, yes, it is what we believe and say. But my goodness, friends, the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, will bear witness of me in John 15, 26. The Holy Spirit will bear witness of me. That witness of the Holy Spirit manifested right there. Hence, she felt this life, this fountain, this river, this love, this witness of the Father, of his son. Friends, we have something much more powerful than just the witness of man. We have the witness of the father, the witness the father bears of his son in us. Oh, come on, friends. This is so powerful, so anointed, so glorious, so true, so life-giving, so exhilarating. It lifts you out of the weariness of your weak human nature into the joy of the Father that He has in His Son. That joy of the Father in the Son. You are my Son and you I'm well pleased. That witness of the Father of His Son that in you we have eternal life is so forceful. It's so powerful. It breaks through the barriers of our weak nature, of our darkened souls, of our blinded spiritual eyes and it opens opens them and illuminates them with this witness of the father of his son. And she was weeping and she said to me, I thought he had left me. I said, oh my dear, the Lord Jesus promised you, I will never leave you. I will be with you always. Don't be afraid. He'll never leave you. And he's obviously with you. With you. you feel him right now, don't you? She said, yes. I said, so be encouraged. Thanks for the coffee. Oh, friends. 
This is the love of the Father, that we may share the power of this life-giving witness, that we may share it with others. And this is so powerful. We have the witness of the Father. Come on. If, the, if we believe the witness of man, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God which he has testified of his Son. This life is the witness of the Father, this life of the Son in us. And you know, it says here in Romans chapter 8, oh, I love these thoughts. How I love these thoughts. I so enjoy having this time with you in these devotions. And I so thank you for making the effort to share with me in this time. And I will encourage you, please pass it on to others. Share it with all your friends so that they may partake together with us of God's presence. Here in Romans chapter 8 verse 14, it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. The Spirit of God bears witness with our spirit that we are children. One man who had been raised in another religion that is not Christian, <clears throat> came to visit here at Life Church, and he's a lovely man, and he came up to me after he'd been here once or twice, and, and he said, Pastor Robert, what have I got to do to prove to you that I'm a Christian? I said, oh, my dear friends, that is not, first of all, your job. It's God's job. God himself bears witness with your spirit that you are his son, that you are his child. And that witness in you is the witness of God in you. Oh, and that's what makes us brothers. That's what makes us of the same family, that we share the same spirit, that we have the same heavenly father. We have the same life-giving spirit of Jesus Christ living within us, bearing witness with our spirit that we are now children of God, by the Spirit of our Father. You see, dear friends, listen closely to this. We are not saved by the good works that we can do to prove we are Christians. Wow, they are obviously important because the Lord Jesus himself said in Matthew 5, let your light so shine that men may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. It is obvious by the fruit, Jesus said in Luke 6, you will see what manner of tree you are looking at. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart speaks forth good. You can see what somebody is like inwardly by what nature comes out of them. And when the Holy Spirit comes out of us, it begins to show in our language. It begins to show in how we love each other, receive each other because we are now born of God. We love those who are born of him because that is the nature of God. God is love. And Jesus taught on this so often. And friends, we are not saved though by the good works we can do, but by the mercies of God, it says in Titus 3. And these mercies 
are revealed in that God inwardly makes us spiritually alive with the life of Jesus Christ. And that is the righteousness of God revealed in us. You see, Paul said in Philippians 3, I am not seeking to prove my righteousness with God by my obedience to his laws. No, I have found another righteousness that is greater than anything I could ever prove. I have found the righteousness that comes by faith in Jesus Christ, the righteousness of God himself, the righteousness that Jesus now enjoys in the presence of the Father at his right hands is what he imparts through me by giving me his life, that life in me is perfect righteousness, peace, and joy with the Heavenly Father. That life of the Son of God in me is what makes me new inwardly, 2 Corinthians 4.16, consistently, constantly, Colossians 3.10, it constantly conforms and transforms me into the likeness of the Lord Jesus. His life in me is my liberty from the nature of sin and death that is in my flesh. He is my freedom. He sets me free, keeps me free, and perfects that freedom in me, that freedom from the nature of sin that's in my flesh. Oh, friends, it is glorious. And It expresses itself, that freedom, in that the things that I used to watch, say, do, react, or whatever, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. I I, I used to be able to be able to have certain things I can't anymore. Why not? Because the seed, that life-giving spirit of Christ that cannot sin, keeps me from sinning. Inwardly, his spirit shuns that nature of sin and says, no, that's not you. You are now a new creation, born of God, no more in condemnation. Here in his grace you stand. This life of the Son of God in me causes me to love living in righteousness, love being led by His Spirit, love living in communion with the Father. It's not I must go to church, I must sing, I must praise, I must raise my... No, I can't wait. It's the joy of my salvation. It's the hope of my calling. It's this life springing up in me consistently into communion with the Father. Oh, it's the witness of God, friends. It's the witness of God that is so glorious. And yes, I understand we all have it that we have moments when we're so painfully reminded how human we can be in this earthly flesh. And it is not yet completely obvious or visible what we shall be when we see him. It says here though, in 1 John 3, verse 1 and 2, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. Therefore the world does not know us because it did not know Him, beloved. Now we are the children of God. Now the Spirit of the Father bears witness with our spirit, Romans 8, 14, that we are his children. We have this spirit in us. 
groaning within us, yearning within us. Abba, Papa, my Father, my Father, my Father, how great thou art. And sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art. You see, now we are the children of God. And it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he, Jesus, is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. You see, right now we look to Jesus. He is not only the perfect image of the Father, but he is also the perfect image of man. In Jesus, you can see whom you are predestined to be, whom God planned for you to be before he made man. When he said in Genesis 1:26, let us make man in our image, he created them both male and female. He created them and blessed them. And you see then in chapter two, you can see him form man from the dust of the earth and breathe into his nostrils and living and make him into a living being, a soul, a living soul. And praise God, we believe in the saving of our soul. And here we could see what God predestined. He also formed and then he also manifested in all of its fullness what he intended that to be in Jesus, who is the perfect image of the invisible God, the perfect image of the invisible God. He is the perfect embodiment of the fullness of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in one body. And that's whom we are predestined to be. That is what we're called to be. That's what God's planned for us to be. Oh, friends, how I am so grateful for these riches of God's glory. If I go back to you, to 1 John chapter 5, excuse me, not 1 John, to John chapter 5. Let me take you first for a moment. I'm just closing to Luke chapter 3 and then John chapter 5, okay? Luke chapter 3. Look at this. Now, when the people, verse 21, were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heaven was open. And the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And the voice came from heaven, which said, You are my beloved son. In you, I am well pleased. Right? This is the heavenly father bearing witness of his son. And then if you go to John chapter 5 and see what Jesus says there, verse 31, 32. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. There is another who bears witness of me. And I know that the witness which he witnesses of me is true. And then he says in verse 37, the father himself who sent me has testified of me. I personally find this so important that we live by the witness of the Father of His Son in us. The Father Himself bearing witness of Jesus Christ in us through the life of His Son that He gives and perfects in us. He gives, maintains, and perfects it in us. So I now live I'm alive to God by faith in the Son of God. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. I'm alive to the Father 
through the life of His Son in me. This is what I have by faith. This life, this witness, this life is the witness. And it's the life of the Son of God. And I believe the witness which the Father gave of His Son. I believe it. You see, Jesus Christ lived in that same faith, friends, that He now gives into us. The Scripture says, have the faith of God, Jesus says in Mark 11, 22. And then it says in Galatians 2, 20, that we live by the faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave Himself for us. It even says there, it's no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. Galatians 2.20. Friends, by the faith of the Son of God, the same loving trust that Jesus as the Son of Man lived in with the Father. I am His Son. I am the Son of God. The Father is in me. The works I do, the words I speak to you, I speak not of my own authority, but it's the Father who's in me, who dwell, who does the works. Jesus lived in this sweet trust, relying dependence on his heavenly Father. And this is the very grace that he has given us to live by faith and to have the Father consistently, constantly, bear witness of his Son in us through the life of his Son that he gives, maintains and perfects in us. And we have this witness. It's the witness of God. Again, Jesus said, there's another who bears witness of me and I know that the witness which he witnesses of me is true. And this is my intercession with you this day. You have to live. You do live. You have this knowing, this absolute blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of his glory divine. You have this knowing. This knowing is the witness of the Father. And it will hold you, sustain you, and uphold you even in the valley of the shadow of death. You will fear no evil, for you know the Lord is with you. Even when you go through the harshest trials in this life, you're able to say, Father, I know you love me. I know you're with me. I trust you, Father. I trust you, Father. And he carries you through the trials of this life. He carries you through the waiting patiently in faith for his fulfilling promises. And you live in this carrying power of the Father, carrying you through into all that he's predestined for you in Jesus. Amen. Have a good day.